Ladies and gentlemen, Football Scoop is back, the podcast. Michigan has uh, sent their letter to the Big Ten saying, you know, it's not fair to um, take any action against us without due process. Due process should take somewhere between one and three years, in Michigan's uh, opinion. And um, by that point, no one cares anymore. And uh, the rest of the Big Ten saying, hey, you've been cheating, and this isn't cool. Um, so Tony Petiti had let Santa Ono, the president of Michigan, uh, know that he was in a position to impose penalties. Uh, Michigan has gotten out in front of that, leaked it very publicly. And uh, so now it's in the Big Ten's hands. It's our understanding uh, Petiti is taking that under counsel, and then he will go to the president's with his recommendation um, and then take action if he believes it's warranted. Gentlemen, is there anything else we need to set the stage with before we discuss what Michigan actually stated in their letter? I think that, I think that was a good uh, summary. Yeah, I think I think that's where things stand. Um, yeah. All right. So last night, two things happened. Uh, Michigan sent their response to Tony Petiti. Also, uh, on Jim Harbaugh's behalf, I believe an attorney sent. Uh, uh, additional information to the conference for their consideration as well, saying it's completely inappropriate to penalize or suspend or take any action against Jim Harbaugh at this point. So the uh, Michigan letter is 10 pages long. It's just been released. Um, we've all read it. Um, and basically Michigan is saying, Hey, it's, just, it's simply not appropriate for you to take action in general, but secondarily this fast. Um, and their, their bigger point is this fast. Uh, because they have said in there, whenever the NCAA completes their investigation, we'll accept any penalties that are you know proven. But until they're proven, uh, we're unwilling to do so. And I found it fascinating that Michigan stated in there uh, that they have not interviewed their own coaches yet. Uh, the NCAA has not interviewed their coaches yet. Well, what exactly has been going on for three weeks in this investigation? If you haven't walked down the hall, Schimbeckler, and spoken with the guys you've got on video listening to Stallions on the sideline. And I mean, those guys are the coordinators. If you haven't walked into the coordinator's offices and said, hey, tell me what you knew about what was going on here. What kind of investigation has been going on? Well, I mean, again, we just discussed this. Um, I think it's semantics. I think it's um, fine-tuning the letter. Um, I don't think that Michigan is saying – uh, its officials haven't asked their coaches. They're just not supplying uh, the information their coaches might have shared or they're not telling in the letter what their coaches shared. They're, they're simply saying that the Big Ten hasn't interviewed their coaches. Now, has the Big Ten investigative arm been allowed to interview the Michigan coaches? We don't know because Michigan is hiding behind uh, legal letters in this matter and saying they can't answer questions, even though they're very clearly leaking these documents in advance of publishing these documents, um, which again is just uh, theater of the absurd. And, and specifically on, on the fourth page of the letter, when they talk about how the uh, commissioner lacks the authority under the sportsmanship rule to punish an individual without direct evidence uh, against that person. It also notes though, that um, the big 10 commissioner could punish an institution uh, in certain situations, but it, and is indicating it can only do it if it knows an individual has broken rule, the sportsmanship rule, or that they need to punish an institution. So to me, it reads like they're holding out Jim Harbaugh above the institution. They're going so hard to bat for Jim Harbaugh 
that it's saying you can only possibly punish two things, an individual, if you know that individual has flaunted the rules, or if you feel the need to punish an institution. They point out the fact that the commissioner can indeed punish an institution. Uh, I just feel like as dysfunctional as that place is, and we all know that Ward Manuel and Jim Harbaugh don't have a cozy relationship, they're holding Jim Harbaugh out to be protected above any and everything. I believe there's a massive difference between saying you don't have evidence that we cheated and saying we did not cheat. I was disappointed that Michigan uh, did not believe strongly that they could state we did not cheat. Uh, they actually clearly say we we admit that Connor Stallions uh, did all of this. And Connor Stallions no longer employed by the university. So they're admitting to having broken the rules, although they're, they're claiming the rules are vague and not necessarily very clear on this. Um, but they, they don't say the rest of our coaching staff didn't have any knowledge of this. And they explicitly say we did not interview our coaches. I just find that it just doesn't hold water. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's the old, uh, there's that old legal saying, if the facts are on your side, pound the facts. If the law is on your side, pound the law. If neither are on your side, pound the table. And it seems like to me, there's somewhere between point two and point three. And we all know they're just trying to uh, drag, drag this investigation out, run the clock out so they can try and cash in with this team that they have and, and go win a national championship. Um, one of the main questions I have and what the, the, I think the, the letter alludes to this is that the AP reported that I believe it was Rutgers and Ohio State um, shared Michigan signals with Purdue. And so they're basically saying, well, if, what's, if we did this, what's the difference of what makes it what those schools did so different? So what do you all make of that argument? Like if, if other schools are sharing Michigan signals with Michigan's future opponents, what's different from Michigan going out and, uh, filming those signals themselves. I think you're talking about two different worlds. Um, one, um, anything that can impact the, the competitive balance on the field is a massive problem. Um, when you see the videos of Connor Stallions holding a big laminated thing that explains what the other team's signs are, he sees the signs and then tells Jesse Minner, this is what they're calling. So, you know, and <clears throat> Jesse then interprets that and then makes his call uh, or changes his call for his guys. Uh, that has the ability to influence games and the potential to get people hurt as well. Um, the everyone else does it is weak. Uh, I haven't seen any videos of any other team watching the opposing sidelines, interpreting their calls based on information that we had before the game. You have a laminated sheet. That means you had the information before the game. It's not something you learned during the game. Um, by the way, all that's pretty easy when you just ask or investigate your coaching staff how you got this information or why you would listen to a junior analyst who's telling you what the other team's calling if he's a junior analyst. Anyway, uh, I haven't seen a single bit of evidence of any other team observing the opposite sideline, 
saying this is what they're calling. We need to change our defense or we need to audible on offense. Uh, I just haven't seen that from anybody else, and that's that's a big problem here for Michigan. And I would uh, I would completely agree with that. And, and further note, we also don't have uh, footage of a Ohio State or Rutgers or some other employee on the sidelines of a third party team scouting a Big Ten team the way that we appear to have. Uh, video evidence of Connor Stallions on the sideline for Central Michigan at the onset of this season in, in that program's opening game at Michigan State, uh, a point that I think is incredibly worthy to note has caused the NCAA to open up a separate leg of investigation into what Central Michigan did or did not know, how that all happened, what what went on with it, um, how detailed was it. And, and I continue to, to think it's incredibly important to note um, the the smart glasses that um, that individual was wearing on the sidelines have the ability to record, and you can see the blue light on in some of the video. I think that's – I had a friend who had some of those Snapchat glasses, and then Ray-Ban has come out with some more, some other companies. I mean, you can record snippets of information at a time. I'm going to see if I can put uh, something from page eight of Michigan's letter on the screen. So here's what Michigan says um, – Disciplinary action at this time would be highly disproportionate. The only person at Michigan known to be implicated by the alleged conduct, Connor Stallions, was suspended by Michigan shortly after the allegations arose. I find it somewhat hypocritical that Michigan would suspend someone based on allegations, but they're objecting to the Big Ten suspending someone based on allegations and even documented proof, but whatever. He has since resigned in the face of ongoing disciplinary process. And that the moment there is neither evidence nor allegation that any member of the Michigan coaching staff knew about directed sanctioned or participated in Stein's actions. Now that's just simply not true, right? There's plenty of allegations, plenty of allegations. There's also evidence had they simply investigated. They're just saying we haven't investigated yet. It's unbelievable. Um, we're not aware uh, this is I'm reading from Michigan's letter. We're not aware of any evidence or allegations suggesting Violations are ongoing now that Stallions is no longer part of the football program. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I, I'm not sure that how that's relevant. You're not being penalized for what you're going to do next week's game. You're being penalized for what you have done over the past couple of years. Uh, absent such evidence, there's no discernible reason for cutting short an investigation or refusing to provide due process. Michigan takes the allegations very seriously is fully cooperating, cooperating with the NCAA's fast moving investigation. If you're fully cooperating, how come your guys haven't been interviewed over the last three weeks? This, uh, this makes no sense to me at all. Help me understand how Michigan can be fully cooperating with a fast moving investigation. And not one person has asked Jesse Minner about how, what was Connor Stein saying to you? How, why did you trust Connor Science, what you refer to as a junior analyst? Why would you change your defensive calls based on what he's he's telling you the opposing sideline just called? And the the other big unanswered question is who paid for all this? Yes, that's I mean that's the it's over once they find that it's there is no further explanation after that. Um, I, yes. And they go on. They go on later to say, um, before uh, well, with Connor Stallions on staff, we outscored our opponents by twenty four points per game this season. And the two games 
since he left the staff, since he resigned, we've outscored our opponents by 34 points a game. So clearly this had no material effect on the outcomes of the game, which is ludicrous because the, the point is the sanctity of those games was tarnished, removed, eliminated by the fact that you filmed these other teams and had their signals. Uh, we will never know what the score of those games would have been if you di- hadn't broken the rules to obtain their signals. And that's the entire point. And if we're going to bring margin of victory into this conversation, you beat Illinois by two points last season. Did you film Illinois signals? Uh, what's your record before Connor Stallions joined the staff and after he joined the staff? It, yeah. Those are maybe unfair questions, but by Michigan bringing them into the argument, they're now fair questions. And and I, the one thing I can't hammer home enough is that uh, the Michigan letter tries to uh, argue the semantics of the scouting rule and how it applies and says, oh, it only applies to field equipment, not anything of Connor Stallion's alleged behavior. No, it says off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents is prohibited in the same season, period. There's the bylaw. There's no, it doesn't say only if you're on the field using recording equipment. It says no. Off-campus, in-person scouting of a future opponent is prohibited. And by all indications, they had people off-campus, in-person scouting, not an opponent, but basically all opponents and potential opponents. All right, so how's it play out? What does the Big Ten respond? The, the Big Ten, um, you know, here's the thing. The Big Ten can... Um, take a page from Michigan's playbook right now. Since Michigan wants to let the legal process play out, the Big Ten can inve- uh, can impose penalties, suspend Jim Harbaugh, and if Michigan appeals, the Big Ten can say, "Okay, let's let the process play out." But he's suspended because we're the Big Ten until the process plays out. That's exactly what I would do. So we had this conversation yesterday, or the day before, about you have direct video evidence of guys changing their calls based on what Connor Stallions is telling you the other sideline is calling. And that's the coordinators. And I said, how are you going to suspend Jim, but not the coordinators? And John, you brought up, it's a, it's a safety of the game issue. You got to leave enough coaches there. If you're going to let the players continue to play, you got to give them enough coaches. So the big 10 needs to take some action. They sit Jim Harbaugh indefinitely while they, you know, further the investigation or finish the investigation, which could take years. Um, <laughs> I mean, the NCAA investigations don't take weeks. They just don't. They haven't investigated the coaches. I'm sorry. They I haven't interviewed that. the coaches. They haven't interviewed Connor Stallions or a single coach in Michigan. How is that possible? So you this call, thing doesn't end for quite some time. Yeah, you call at 7 a.m. Hey, we're sending three people up. We're driving from Indianapolis, Ann Arbor. We'll be there at noon. Make your people available. We'll have it wrapped up by 7 p.m. tonight. That's it. Literally, we'll send 15 investigators, one for every coaching staff. We'll interview them separately. It'll all take place between 10 and 12. We're not going to make Michigan football not be able to practice for three days. We're going to do it from 10 to 12 today. I want them all in 15 different rooms. I'm sending 15 investigators. We're going to take 15 separate um, depositions, basically. And we're done. And we got all the evidence we need. By the way, we need access to all uh, University of Michigan accounting. We need access to your camp LLC uh, fund. We need access to Connor Stallion's bank records. We need access to all the phones. 
We need access to every staffer's phone. We want, uh, we will also want access or ability to be able to pull those phone records, which may indeed be happening as a element of the NCA investigation. But again, we all know the timeline of that is exactly what Michigan wants. And we need your compliance records. We need to see who authorized all these payments. Uh, we need to see the compliance signed off on these, that audit signed off on these. Uh, when you see who in football and who in athletics approved all these payments, and this is just simple stuff. This any outside law firm can handle this in one week. And I would also contend, as um, Michigan sits here and, and tries to gain the moral high ground and the legal standing, that it's premature to act, especially based on the sportsmanship policy. I would I would believe that the sportsmanship policy could be an issue here because your head coach already opened this season on suspension as part of a concurrent ongoing investigation into an entirely different matter. At what point does sportsmanship matter, especially in the grand big 10 to where you say it's sportsmanship because every time we turn around, we have a freaking public national black eye because of what Michigan is doing, either flaunting recruiting rules during a freaking pandemic or because now Multiple 12 Big Ten institutions, additional outside people have confirmed a football scoop in different conferences that Connor Stallions had tried to hatch his scheme, you know, on a huge geographic footprint. It's sportsmanship because it's embarrassing. Honestly, Zach, before we started to record this, I had forgotten about how close Michigan was to losing. I think that game was at it was in Ann Arbor. It was in Michigan, yeah. yeah. And Illinois was winning that game. And then there was some fluke, weird thing where Illinois basically gave the game away. Do you remember there was a touchdown or a fumble? Illinois was going in, or maybe the quarterback threw some horrible pick as they were about to score, something like that. You remember that? And it just turned the fourth quarter. I don't remember that. I I just remember from that game, I believe Michigan won on like a last second field goal or something. It was, it came down to the wire. And how legitimate was that win? We'll never know. And that's the entire point. That's the that's the issue here. It's not that oh well, we won this game by twenty four. We won this game by twenty eight. It's that that game was not that game did not take place on a level playing field. And if if Illinois had beaten Michigan at Michigan late, that was like week nine, week ten, I think. Michigan doesn't make the college football playoff, right? Correct. So how many dollars is that worth to the University of Michigan and Big Ten Conference? And now you're unjustly enriched, and it, this is just. The attorneys would have a field day with this, but Michigan doesn't care. All they want to do is get this past January 10th, past January 9th. They just don't care. They want to try to win the national championship here. They're good. Harbaugh rides off in the sunset. And 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 Michigan's, hey, we want it on the field. You can say whatever you want about some Connor Salyan junior analyst. And the Michigan go blue will say, this is just some, some weird dude who sells vacuums that aren't even – don't even work. Who would buy a vacuum from this dude? Why is he? Why is he even on our staff? He was nobody. He was a vacuum guy. He probably vacuumed up the carpet. That's all he did for Michigan. He was a cleaner. Jake, Michigan, Jake uh, Moody. To, to answer the trivia question, Jake Moody had to kick two field goals inside the final three and a half minutes, including with nine seconds left in the game, to give Michigan a two point win at home against double digit underdog Illinois. Last year, um, Michigan got its ball back. Um, yeah, just when when Illinois turned over the ball and gave them a short field. Yeah, it was a, it was a horrible th- turnover. I remember. Anyway, um, so 
from a on the field safety standpoint, it seems highly unlikely the Big Ten would take action on a Friday night that impacts the coaching staff. Uh, a logical time, if you're going to have a coaching impact decision, is Sunday or Monday. Uh, late in the week, it, 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 it's hard for teams to adjust like that for whatever reason. So something could come out today. Today's Thursday. Something could come out today, um, possibly tomorrow morning, but more likely Sunday or Monday, I would think. Yeah. The last thing I would I would not note, and we have this in our reporting, uh, is that in speaking with multiple officials at other schools around the Big Ten, they absolutely do not interpret that Commissioner Petiti cannot impose penalty at this point in time. Uh, and they pointed out the fact that the Big Ten, uh, I think, hired an outside law firm to ensure along this process that it could impose penalty as it deemed necessary. But uh, that to me is another central element of this whole fascinating scenario is if the Big, Big Ten doesn't punish Michigan, um, what is that? What message does that send to the entire rest of the Big Ten conference membership, especially if, if 12 teams have supplied evidence against Connor Stallions? Um, if, we, if we know for a fact, as we do uh, from people communicating with us, that they believe that the Big Ten commissioner absolutely can impose penalty against Jim Harbaugh and or Michigan. Gentlemen, it's the Football Scoop Podcast. A lot's going to happen in the next couple of days. The whole country is watching, to be honest. Uh, everybody has an opinion. Uh, everybody's opinions get swayed by all these leaks. Yeah, there's a lot of pro leaks, pro Michigan leaks, a lot of anti Michigan leaks. It's kind of weird, to be honest. Let's just let the facts play out uh, and see what the Big Ten does. Mitchie leaks. That's what I've been calling it the Mitchie leaks situation. There we go. Footballscoop.com. We'll keep everybody posted. We're out. Bye bye.